Hello, and welcome to another episode of the exclusive podcast podcast. I am one half of the show, Ryder, and I am here as always with my friend and co-host, Mims. Say hello, Mims. Hey, I just want to say bye weeks really suck. Yeah, bye weeks suck. All right. Uh, so it's episode nine. We're moving along here. And today so far, we've gained a subscriber almost every episode. So let's let's keep that trend going. On yeah. YouTube, so whoever's out there that somehow stumbles upon this, subscribe. You really appreciate it. Yeah, but we yeah, very much so appreciate that. Um, but yeah, episode nine. Uh, today we got some exclusive tweets. Obviously, um, we're gonna get into some college football preview, NFL preview. Um, we got the exclusive five to round things out, and yeah, some some sports talk. Some might talk a little hoop. Just, you know, a couple standout performances from the last week or so. Just, you know, highlight those. But, you know, nothing too significant going on in the world of basketball right now with opening weekend, you know. Yeah, it's just not, just not much to report on. Yeah, yeah, I was about to yeah. say, once we get a couple weeks in, we'll start seeing how things are really shaking out. And that's – we'll get a little more into it. With the first, first week or so, everybody's kind of shaking things out. Yeah. So where should we start, Mims? Uh, well, I'll go ahead. Like I said, bye weeks suck. LSU is on a bye week this week, which is pretty tragic, if I must say. But it's all just for the impending doom that is the Alabama game. So that's fine. But the Saints play the Bucks this week. Uh, we are five and a half point underdogs. Uh, I'm pretty confident in the Bucks covering that. We just, I don't think we have the horses to keep up with them. But I think it'll be a closer game than you might expect. I said we probably lose by a touchdown. Brady has one of his classic go-down drives, scores touchdown, gets the win in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, South Carolina is also on a bye. Thank God. Need that. Um, And the Patriots are heading on down over to uh, old Los Angeles to play the Chargers. And I know that that doesn't sound very good for us, but I will have you guys note that one, the line is only at minus five. All right. So it's not, it's not out of reach. You know what I'm saying? And two, last season when we played these folks, we beat them 45 to nothing. All right. So with a different coach, with a different coach, to be fair, but just something to look out for. Um, and the Red Sox are eliminated. Um, I think we've been through that. Yeah. Yeah, we have. I was just not used to talking about them this week. I'm going to have to transition over to Celtics. We're, it's that time of year. Um, but, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, you want to get into college, NFL, some tweets, what you want to do? Uh, let's go ahead and just start off with the college football slate. Uh, so first game I got queued up here is Texas versus Baylor. I got it's got Baylor minus three, and it's a twelve o'clock game. Uh, kind of leaning Baylor this game. I'm feeling them covering. Uh, they're six and one so far this year. Texas four and three. They've had a few big or like 
late game collapses and uh, one real nice ass whipping from Arkansas. So I just see Baylor has been the better team all year. So I see them just pulling this out, but definitely a solid noon game to watch for, but definitely not the best noon game of the day. Yeah. uh, I also had Baylor here minus three. I just think they're playing better football and they have more to play for at this point in the season. So like Baylor. I'll be tuning in as Dave Aranda is a, a dark horse for the coaching job for LSU, former defensive coordinator at LSU. So I'll definitely be uh, flipping over the channel. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think Baylor definitely pulls that one out. Uh, this is other... a coaching recruiting week for you on those. Oh, yeah, no, definitely going to be flipping the channel. I'm pro- You'll never see me watching a ULL game besides this weekend if they're playing. I think they are. But – um. Another game, the other noon game we were alluding to, obviously probably the game of the week, is uh, Michigan versus Michigan State. Michigan is slated as minus three and a half uh, favorites. Um, I kind of like Michigan State in the upset. I hate to keep zigging with you, but yeah, me too. Uh, Michigan has a strong defense, and they don't they don't they allow just under three hundred yards a game. In comparison to Michigan State, it's like 406 yards a game. But um, with that being said, Michigan doesn't play well in good games, <laughs> like ever. Yeah, they always <laughs> find a way to fuck it up whenever it matters. And uh, what's his – who's the running back's name? I know I was, who you're talking about. Yeah, Jesus, I can't believe I'm blanking right now. It'll come to me in like five minutes when it doesn't matter. But he's been rock solid all year. Michigan State's had a stable of running backs getting it done all year. So that, or excuse me, Michigan. So that'll be very interesting to look forward to. It'll be a, a classic Big Ten game at noon, but I'll definitely be watching as again another coaching, uh, potential coaching candidate for the LSU job. Mel Tucker will be in, featured prominently in that game. So I'll be watching that as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm probably going to take Michigan State in that game. Kenneth and, Walker, yeah. the third. Yeah, I knew that's who it is. Yes. Yeah. I was, yeah, exactly. I kept wanting to say like Kenneth Tucker, but I was like, that's not it. I knew his name was um, Kenneth. Yeah. Yeah, so basically I'm just taking anybody who might be an LSU coach if you haven't caught on yet. Yeah, I like Michigan State there too. Yeah, but uh, moving on from that, that's a really big game. I think that's going to shake up the playoff. I mean, that's a big – I mean, yeah, obviously. Big Ten implications. Like, that's easily the game of the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe it's a 12. uh, Just classic Big Ten fashion. Yeah. But, hey. We'll take wake it. up, wake up, watch that, have a great time. Yeah. But uh, moving on, we got UGA versus Florida at three thirty. UGA two touchdown favorites and the largest outdoor cocktail, whatever the hell it's called. Stupid fucking rivalry. It's not not going to be much of a rivalry this weekend. I would honestly take Georgia to cover. I think they just are. Georgia just so- beats them by twenty one or more. Yeah, yeah, I think Georgia's just better than everyone in the country. Like, unless you're Alabama or Ohio State, I don't think you can keep it close with them. I mean, Georgia's strong point, Georgia's strong point is their defense, and Florida's had a very inconsistent offense, quarterback struggles all season. I mean, I definitely, definitely like Georgia. Yeah, I think that's just a safe. A safe call there. Like I said, Georgia's my favorite probably to win the national title. I've been saying it for at least the last few weeks, if not all year. But they are definitely, I think, definitely covering the spread in this game. 
another big SEC game we got at 7 o'clock is Ole Miss versus Auburn. I, surprisingly, Auburn is two-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, I was about to say I got Ole Miss here. Yeah, I would definitely take Ole Miss plus two-and-a-half. I don't think Ole Miss would win the game. I mean, they technically control their own destiny in the West. If Alabama loses the game, they're leaders in the West. So, Ole, Ole Miss, Miss averages five, 541 yards a game, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the lane train again like i said i'm taking anybody who might be an lsu coach lane kiffin right there yeah. bingo looks Ole like miss. we got Thanks. all the same picks thus far yeah sorry to chalk it up for you guys it's probably why we're flying through this or through this so fast we're not arguing about anything uh unc versus notre dame i'm notre dame's minus three and a half with the 7 30 kickoff i think I'm going to lean Notre Dame here. Yeah, it's at Notre Dame, right? I believe so. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be crazy. UNC I'm supposed to buy into UNC now? Like, yeah. no. Like, I get Notre this... Dame's not the marquee team. They usually, like, this is a team, or these are games they usually struggle in. But, I mean, part of me sees UNC being a team that matches up really well against Notre Dame because they are dynamic offense in yeah. theory. But, <laughs> I think Notre Dame just slows them down. Yeah, Brad's I wouldn't down. be utterly shocked if Notre Dame go, finds a way to lose this game because they're pretty good at losing big games themselves. But um, Correct. I mean, with what I've seen <laughs> all season and on paper, like I, I just – I like Notre Dame here, certainly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what has North Carolina done this season? Like, do they have an impressive win on their resume? Not to my knowledge, unless I'm blanking on something big. Which I, I there might be a chance so. I am, but I, I didn't see it. Yeah. And uh, the last game I got listed up on our slate, or really we have two more. I forgot to mention one. Uh, Fresno State versus San Diego State. San Diego State minus one. It's a 1030 game. It's the only reason I really have it listed because it's our nice little night game cap or nightcap action oh it's gonna be a slobber knocker i oh, think yeah, fresno both teams state are like, like one just, loss yeah i think fresno yeah. state literally just fell out of the top 25 i got fresno state here though san diego state's minus one i'll finally zag against you i'll take san diego state no particular reason just because we picked all the same yeah but, i just <sighs> i i watched a san diego state game like the end of one like i don't know if it was a rerun or i was just like bored as shit one night but uh, they didn't look good. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't look great by any means of the imagination. I want to say they were playing like San Jose State. Like it was not good. Hey, um, yeah, and that's my only game. reasoning. I, I don't. I'm, not, I'm no expert in the field of whack football, wherever it is they're playing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the other big game I forgot is the other Big Ten uh, slobber knocker we got, which really doesn't have to shine on it would have had if Penn State didn't lose last week. But Ohio, Ohio State, State is 18 and a half point favorites. <laughs> this is correct. I think that's too much. But yeah, that's what I was – I think Ohio have, State wins the game. Penn State points, Ohio State wins. Bada bing, bada yeah. boom. Yeah, I was about to say I'm pretty chalk with you because I think Ohio State's probably the second best team in the country. Just their offense is performing at an elite level. I think Alabama – in my opinion, is third just based off the simple pack. They have a good offense and a good, a pretty – They're well-rounded. All right, defense. Yeah, but they don't excel at any one side of the ball as opposed to Georgia or Ohio State, which is – And important. they have the coaching up on literally every team in the country. So, 
Mm, I'm still leaning Ohio State. I think Ohio State's offense could out like just outscore Alabama in that sense, and that's why I would take them. In Georgia, like I said, I think they're we may we everybody. may get to see, and that would be a fun game to watch. Oh <laughs> hell yeah, Alabama versus Ohio State this year would be probably the game of the year. Two three in the playoffs, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But I, that probably won't happen if that's the case because Georgia and Alabama got to play. Hopefully, if that's the case, Alabama just falls to three. But that's all. We got time for that later. But uh, another thing I wanted to mention here in the college football escape is the Heisman odds currently. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so right now the leader in the Heisman odds is Bryce Young at plus 220. Matt Corral is second with plus 280. C.J. Stroud plus 400. And then fourth is Kenny Pickett at plus 1,000. I mean, I think the best value bet there is Matt Corral. I think the best value is Stroud. I mean, Stroud really going to win? Yeah, you could. I don't know. I I put five dollars on Corral. I mean, five hundred forty-one yards a game, bro. If you ask me, who's been the most impressive all season? I would probably say Pickett, just based off his numbers. And oh, I don't disagree at all. I mean, he deserves it the most. But like, what what team does he play for? I about to say he plays for Pittsburgh. The value, yeah. like I about to say, his team is not going to make enough noise, in my opinion. To uh, warn, unfortunately, but if it was on stats, he gets it all day. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could have the he could be like the I mean, RG3 the year he won it. Like, I mean, take that that kid off of Pittsburgh's offense and they're not doing shit. Mm -mm. Not a chance. No, like that's why he deserves the Heisman, but yeah, exactly. Neither here nor there, but yeah, yeah. Um, Matt Corral, I'd say, yeah. But, yeah, that's just something I wanted to know is they were the top four that I saw listed on the the book I saw. So, it's a shame that was worth knowing. so low. Yeah. I mean, it's tremendous value if you believe in an RG3 type Heisman year, but I don't see it happening. I think if anybody gets it for value, Stroud, for sure, just because Ohio State is in that upper echelon of teams, in my opinion. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, you want to get into some tweets before we jump into NFL? All right, yeah, you go first. I'm not gonna lie, I forgot we were doing tweets this episode, and oh, that's out. okay. That's okay. I have some good ones to hold you over for some time. Word. All right. Well, with my first tweet of the week, um, it was simply a picture, and it was a screenshot of a Spotify playlist, and the playlist was titled sex with a bunch of devil emojis so it was someone to <laughs> remember this tweet <laughs> somebody's fornicating playlist and the entire playlist it was like 200 hours worth of the whole playlist was life is the highway like this is the car song and it was life from the cars out it was from the cars album too like it, it, it just sent me over the moon, bro. Like, I love that. <laughs> like, oh, like, I, oh, I can, I hope someone I just, actually uses that. Like, the man hours to make that fucking. <laughs> that no, point. like, I would, like, I, I almost want to pull it up. I, I literally wrote it down because I knew I could describe it perfectly, but like, it was like a ridiculous amount of time where it was just like, so it, no, it was, I think it was like 300 hours. Like it was an amount of time where you'd have to sit down and really. Just I, I'm on, so I'm on the prowl for that the exact number right now. Um, but yeah, it was. 
Uh, that that one sent me over the moon. All right, here it is, right here. Um, seven hundred and sixty-five hours and fifty-three minutes, or thirty-five minutes. Excuse me, dyslexia. Jesus. And the and and the description of the album or the uh, playlist is for sexy times in all caps only. <laughs> it has eleven <laughs> likes. And there's no like with this like screenshot, there's no words, just just the picture of the playlist. Excellent tweet. Excellent tweet. Definitely. Um and then my next tweet is from old PFT over at Barstool Sports. He came with a gym. A really hits blunt moment, like you hear this and you're just like, wow. He's right. It's a simple tweet. So the Braves have a starting pitcher who actually pitched tonight and got dinked off of all night. His name is Max Fried. And um, it's actually pronounced Freed, but like it's spelled Fried, I believe. I, I could be wrong on that, but it's just way funnier if it's Max yeah, it's it's for the for for this tweet, it's Max Fried. So the tweet was Max Fry literally translates to extra crispy. This is true. And, and like, if you're a baseball fan, you've heard, you've seen his name a thousand times. Like he's a pretty good starting pitcher in the league and he's on a world series team. And um, yeah, his name translates to uh, extra crispy. Maximum crispy. It's just something that stuck with me throughout the week, and I had to. Oh make, no! I had to put that one out there. Oh, absolutely! I, I think those are two solid tweets of the week from my end. Have you rounded I, your tweets up? I have. I have. I have. Okay. This is well, look. at Panasonic DX forty five hundred. Thank you at Panasonic. Uh, so this is a quote tweet. Damian Lillard wants people to call him a rapper, not an NBA rap or NBA player that raps. And Panasonic decided to quote tweet this and said, I'll call you fucking Tupac if you put on a Sixers jersey, which I strongly agree with. And I will do that as well. And uh, I'll call him, I'll call him dad if he puts on a Celtics jersey. I'll, I'll, I'll call him whatever the fuck he wants. This tweet, as well, is from uh, Saeed DiCaprio. And it says, when I die, I hope it's early in the morning, so I have to go to work that day for no reason, which, absolutely. That would fucking suck. You just go to work that day, you die like 30 minutes after you clock out, bro. You spent your whole last day just doing bullshit desk work or something. Taking Damn. the table, like whatever the hell you do, that'd be some trash. That is a solid tweet. <laughs> I cannot lie. That is... Damn. Yeah, the... yeah, no, that shit made me chuckle, A. Eh? Because I didn't think about that until I was like, yeah, that would suck. But, yeah, no. Def- so shout out Saeed for that. Uh, <laughs> it was a screenshot of a TikTok that said it. So, I don't know if that's original from him. But he tweeted it. So, these are tweets of the week. It's not TikToks of the week. So, shout out Saeed for gaming the system. Yeah, no. There's another, another week of solid tweets on the books. I don't think we'll ever have a down week. Uh, the Great work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, I found those in like a minute. That's pat how on the, strong pat, my timeline pat, is. Pat on the back for us, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
That's how strong my timeline is. You know, odd flex, but here we are. All but, right. Uh, let's jump gonna, into some NFL action. Yeah, you want to get in some NFL? All right. Starting off Thursday, which I believe is today for all you folk, uh, Packers Cardinals. The line is set at um, six and a half in favor of Arizona, which is wild to me. Uh, take the Packers points at least all day. Like, that is way too many points for an NFL game. Where... Especially since I, the Packers are 6-0 and since week one, which I, I really mean, and I I mean understand... I'm a Saints fan, and I think that was a fluke. <laughs> I understand Devontae Adams is out, but so is JJY, you know, like, like there's there's two sides to every to every Coin. piece of paper you know yeah and like uh i i don't know i i really like i think the packers are gonna win i don't see arizona continuing this undefeated streak they have going which has been impressive very impressive nonetheless but uh i i really just don't see it happening yeah, I kind of got to agree with you there. I'm probably going to take the Packers points. I think the Cardinals might win, though. I think it's going to be a close game. What a Thursday night game, though. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this is looking at the – yeah, no, this is definitely game of the week right here um, on a Thursday night. Love that. Um, six and a half, though. That's a lot of points for an NFL game. Um, Indeed. With teams that seem to be pretty evenly matched, I mean – it's not like the records are far off either, you know? Um, yeah, like I said, the Packers haven't lost since week one, and I'm a Saints fan, and I'm here to tell you that I think that was a fluke. Like, yeah. We might beat them again if we played. I don't. We would never beat them again by 35 fucking points on top of, like, I don't even know if we would beat them, to be real, so. Yeah. But uh, not here to talk about week one. Yeah, it's no. Uh, yeah, Packers points, certainly. Uh, Packers to win the game, probably. That's where mm. I stand on that. Uh, it's a coin flip. It's going to be a good My. one. Oh, yeah. Uh, but after that, what we got? Panthers versus the Falcons. Atlanta set yep. at minus three. Yes. Uh, give me Atlanta points and the dub, obviously. Ah, we keep zigging together. I don't like this. No, you stop this. I you mean, stop. you know I hate Sam Darnold. You know I'm no Sam Darnold fan. I like to laugh at Sam Darnold. And the Falcons have been kind of proving people wrong. Like people they're just outscoring people. Like their defense is hot trash, but they're just like, we'll put up 30 points with you. (laughs) Yeah, and I was about to say, like, a lot of people counted them out at the beginning of the season before it even started. Uh, A lot of people viewed them as the worst team in the league, which I thought was very very far from the truth um but no yeah i like the falcons here the panthers have just been on a really cold run uh, i don't know if i like them to figure it out on the road against the division rival so give me the falcons i agree with you wholeheartedly after that we got another divisional matchup here uh steelers versus the browns browns minus three and a half uh, kareem hunt and nick chubb i believe are both still out I yeah, is. I got the Steelers here, pal. Well, that's good because I have the Browns. Oh, lovely, <laughs> lovely. Um, I just uh, I don't know. It, it it just seems like Cleveland will never figure it out. And um, I mean Pittsburgh. I, I mean, yeah. I was about to let me finish here. Pittsburgh's not great. 
I mean, you know what I'm saying? And we watched the Browns play with the Chiefs, and the Chiefs aren't even good. So um, it's just kind of like hard to buy into the Browns team. It's so star-studded, and it's kind of frustrating to see, but they are depleted. I mean, the shining stars of their offense, both of them are out. Um, I know we can safely say at least one of them will be out this game. Yeah. If not two, and I'm pretty sure it'll be two. Uh, the Steelers, um, I think Big Ben's got a chip on his shoulder. I don't think it means much. I don't think anybody should be concerned about such a thing, but uh, <laughs> maybe I, the Browns. I think the chip, yeah, I was about to say, I think the chip will be enough to get get a win over the Browns uh, on the road. I, I, I don't know, uh, three and a half points. Also, that that half point really what's got me taking the Steelers here. See, uh, I like the Browns to win. I don't know about cover, but I like the Browns to win. The reason I like the Browns to win, though, is just really home field. And just I think Big Ben's just a dinosaur, and he's incapable. <laughs> I think he holds the Steelers back so much. And that's really just what it comes down to for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Another one o'clock game. We got the Titans versus the Colts. And this was the most surprising line to me beyond the Arizona line being so high. Uh, they have Indy favored at minus one. And I don't really understand that. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. I'm like the Titans are Titans pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, Derrick <laughs> Henry just keeps scoring and running people over. And AJ Brown no went human can do bananas last week yeah Yeah. i mean it's i i i don't know how you bet against that team right now and the colts haven't shown me any like they beat the 49ers on the road in the rain they have a win against the texans they did take a depleted ass ravens team to overtime then their only other winning is against the dolphins as a matter of fact these teams have already played this season once, and the Titans won. So I don't know. I, I definitely like the Titans here. I just, I mean, I got I, it is hard to beat a division team twice in a season, but I, I, I just think they're a better team, especially <laughs> like this early in the season for them to have played twice. Like I don't think the Colts are have made that much of a stride from then to now. Yeah, so not at all. Compared at to the all. Titans, who didn't look good week one. And then really came out and got hot. And the Titans going into this season were certainly Super Bowl talks, you know, like not serious, but like I mean, they were the AFC championship two years ago and were back in the playoffs last year. Like with the addition of Julio Jones, you know, like the way Matt or Ryan Tannehill's been playing in past years, you know, it's just I don't I don't know. I like the Titans here. I think that's weird, but like I said, fishy, fishy line. Um uh it put that puts me off, but I, I like the Titans and I, I get it. I get why people would think Andy would win, but I, I don't know. I just don't buy it. Uh, moving on though, we'll talk a little bit about the Patriots and the Chargers. Uh, the line set at minus five, it's in Los Angeles. Um, give me LA points, LA points. I just don't think y'all's offense can keep up with theirs if they get hot. Uh, I just know they're missing Kenneth Murray, and we have a bunch of people listed as questionable right now. I don't know how many of those people will play or won't play. 
Um, I I don't know. I won't. It's kind of hard for me to even think reasonably about this game, just knowing we beat them by forty-five points last season. And I know they had a different coach, and I know we had a, we had a different quarterback for that matter. But I I don't know. The, the I don't. I know. understand your thinking. I just know like this Chargers team is leaps They're, and bounds better than the team that they put on the field last year. Not and they have yeah. the home field advantage, which I mean, isn't much considering they don't garner a whole big of a home field advantage, but it takes away the fact Traveling. that yeah. have a home field advantage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, so. I'll probably take the Chargers too, is like the reasonable side of me. I'm just trying to talk myself into I mean, it. I definitely wouldn't be like just Belichick, just like knowing that he has like some teams just figured out sometimes. He might have the Chargers just figured out, but I just minus five, I would probably lean LA if this was like minus seven I might take the Patriots but minus five yeah the Chargers for sure I think it'll be a good game though it'll definitely be a close game I don't yeah yeah um Bucks Saints Bucks uh, minus yeah. five and a half uh I, I, like I said earlier I would probably just take the Bucks got Mark Ingram in a trade I don't think he'll be eligible to play this week but uh Michael Thomas still MIA uh, receivers really didn't look good Monday night last week. So, will Brandon Cooks even play for you guys? We haven't traded for Brandon Cooks. I wish we had. We traded for Mark Ingram. Or, um, who's that guy that was mad about the Mark Ingram trade? Willie, or no, it's Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he's on your team, right? No, he's on the Texans. He wants to get traded. Mark uh, and Ingram are both on the Texans. They both played for us. Uh, back in 2016 okay i thought he was on your guys team for some reason no we would i would very much like brandon cooks back he would be a welcome addition to this receiving core but uh it's really been the one thing that's kind of held us back no offense no shade any of our receivers but we're just very very like the names we have marquez callaway deontay harris traquan smith like those are our receivers and if you're unless you're a saints fan you really don't know who that is so um I'm probably just going to lean the Bucks just because they've been red hot all year and their defense is lock up. And I'm just reasonable with this game. Like, I would like to think we could pull it out, but probably not. I like Saints points. I appreciate the faith, but. <laughs> all right. We got uh, Cowboys Vikings. Dallas is one and a half point favorites. I like the Vikings here, man. I don't know mm. what it is. They spoke to me. I looked at this game and I was like, the Vikings are going to win. I don't know what it is, but just book it. Like, I prom- I just have this gut feeling. I'm, I'm thinking about putting some money down on it. Yeah, I kind of feel the same with you as well. I kind of just feel like, I don't know. Kirk Cousins is a safe enough quarterback to not throw that many interceptions where Trayvon Diggs would get, which has really helped him out. Just the turnover margin that the Cowboys have had. Uh, granted, the Vikings defense is putrid and very bad, but I think the Vikings have the firepower to keep up if Dal- well, Dalvin Cook is healthy, so he will be playing. Sorry, I'm just having fantasy flashbacks from him just being hurt all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Uh, I think – I've got to agree with you there. I think the Vikings win this game. All right. Is that the Sunday night game? No, the Sunday – yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Not a bad Sunday Word. night game. That's a- it's a great Sunday night game, in my opinion. I'll definitely be watching Justin oh, yeah. Jefferson. Certainly. Um, other games we don't really care to touch on. Dolphins, Bills, uh, Bears, 49ers. 
Lions, Eagles, Jets, Lions, Bengals. Eagles are battles of two bad teams. The Bengals, it's going to be fun for me. Texans, Rams, uh, Seahawks, Jaguars, Broncos, Washington, and Chiefs, Giants. I uh, just don't feel like those games are really notable enough to touch on, really. Uh, a lot of those teams kind of sit in the same space as far as records go, um, except, like, uh, I don't know, the Bengals-Jets, who <laughs> complete opposite ends of the spectrum as far as playoff hopes. Um, <laughs> but, and, like, I think the Bills-Dolphins. Bengals- Dolphins- oh, I'm – I want to speak on this. Sorry, continue. My bad. <laughs> no, what, what were you wanting to say? Oh, I got some Super Bowl odds written down, and the oh, the leader okay. in the clubhouse might surprise you. So uh, I'll start from the bottom. This is from the sixth highest odds up to one. So at six, we got Baltimore plus a thousand. I think that's solid. I think they're depleted though, so I don't see them getting it there. But plus a thousand sounds right. Dallas plus 850. I like the value there just because Dallas has been red hot. Uh, your Man, thoughts on Dallas being the fifth highest odds? I think that's ridiculous. I mean, I get it. They're going to win their division with these. That's fine. But uh, as far as getting out of the NFC, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> it, it's not going to happen. You will not convince me of that. <laughs> uh, Rams. Packers, Bucks, like no, like they're not making it out of the NFC. Absolutely not. Not well, a chance. At plus eight hundred, tied for third, we got Arizona and the LA Rams. Yeah, I like uh, the Rams more than anyway. Arizona. You like Arizona? Um, no, I like them both. I mean, I think that's both about right because Arizona's looked red hot. All yeah, I think Dallas being on yeah, par. I think Dallas being on par with those two teams is laughable. I mean, just the fact they're both going to be, like, probably have home field advantage in their playoffs, like, possibly. Like, Dallas with, the like, their division and how bad it is could fucking – Yeah, two of those teams will get knocked out of the same round, probably. That's what I'm saying. Like, Dallas could end up being a two-seed with how bad their division is, for all we know. So, uh, but moving on, the sec team with the second highest Super Bowl odds, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, plus 450. <laughs> Well, who's first? The Bills? Correct, at plus 400. Hmm. Thoughts? Uh, I guess that checks out. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's le- less likely the Bucks will repeat in comparison to a new team prospering and winning. So, I guess I understand I think, that. I think the – line more or less comes into the NFC and I think in everyone's opinion is a little more balanced in terms of like there's Tampa Bay, but there's also other good teams that can beat Tampa Bay. Like we listed the Rams, Dallas, I mean, can beat them in a playoff game. I don't know if they will, but they went toe to toe with them in week one. So who's to say they couldn't beat them in the playoffs. Uh, Green Bay, who wasn't even listed in this top six right here, which to me is crazy. Like you said, they've been, or like I said earlier, they've been on a six game run since the Saints game week one. So I think that's pretty interesting that Baltimore has higher odds than them. But yeah, uh, that was crazy to me that the Bills were just the first team 
and the Super Bowl odds. I thought that was worth mentioning. Yeah, definitely. That is uh, surprising to hear. I mean, granted, it's week eight, so that's very, like very likely to change if injuries, barring anything, you know, God knows. They're the due, NFL. that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's been, what, forever? <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm, that'd be something to see for sure. Yeah, that place would burn to the ground. I mean, if they're going to be the leaders of our division, might as well fucking win the Super Bowl, I guess. Uh, I hope the Bucks don't win. That would be tragic. They'll just keep bringing everybody back. Tom Don't Brady like winning eight rings would be hysterical to me. That'd be disgusting. He's going to play till he's 50. No, he literally is. Literally. It's madness. Barring like a tragic injury, he will play until he's 50. And but I'm- he's so – like he's just so good. Like it sounds dumb and like avoiding taking those hits that like I really think he's just going to keep playing until he's 50. I mean, he, look at the O-line he's playing behind, man. Oh, I mean, yeah, but even then like – in that last Patriots year, the O-line wasn't all that great, and he was still avoiding most of these hits. Like, he took some hits that he wasn't used to getting take, like, used to taking, obviously, but he was still avoiding most of the big hits, in my opinion. He's got that subtle pocket presence, duh. I don't need to hype up Brady. He's done enough himself. I hear you. I hear you. But, yeah, no. Uh, he's just going to keep playing forever and ever and ever. And if he wins 10 rings and Godspeed – yeah, and then uh, Raiders Ravens by this week. Also, by the way, um, those are the only two bye weeks. Yes. So what the fuck was up with six bye weeks last week? Could we not have just had four and four like normal? That like totally ruined fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. No, that was weird. I don't get that. I I don't know. Maybe I'm sure there's a reason for it. Uh. But shall we move on to our exclusive five of the week memes? Yeah. So since I, uh, I chose the topic, the exclusive five for this week is the most exciting collegiate athletes. Now, I want everyone to like bear in mind, me and Grant, I was born in 2000 and Grant 2001, respectively. So if we're missing, if for whatever reason, some 35-year-old is listening to this, which if you are, shout out you. Appreciate you. Subscribe. But um, <laughs> if – you're mad that we left off someone from like 2001. Yeah, I was one fucking years old, dude. I don't remember that. Sorry. But um, yeah, moving on with I have the first overall pick and with the number one overall pick and the most exciting collegiate athletes, exclusive five, taking Zion Williamson. Figure. I mean, when he played basketball at Duke, he was must-watch television. Like, every single one of Duke's game was on ESPN. You can't tell me it wasn't. Like, it was must-watch TV. Granted, that whole team was stacked, but Zion was the star, and he was making highlight after highlight after highlight. So, yeah, Zion has probably been one of the most exciting collegiate athletes I've seen in the last – I mean, like I said, probably in my lifetime, but definitely in the last decade. As far as like must watch TV, and that's kind of where I like gauge this off of. All right, um, it's a good pick. I'm between a couple guys here. Um, I think I'm just gonna go the safer route since you took such a powerhouse in Zion. I'm just gonna go ahead and take. <sighs> 
I'm gonna take Johnny Manziel, man. It's a solid pick. Uh, great pick. Yeah, I mean, he was like Mim said, must see television. Run around the field like a fucking maniac. Uh, he was he was wavy. Um, <laughs> he had a cool nickname. His name is Johnny Football. Money Manzel, whichever one you preferred. Yeah, like, and he was flamboyant. He was fun to watch. Uh, he won the Heisman. Like, he, he didn't necessarily play on a great team, but he made that team, like, must-see f- football. And he, like, embodies, like, everything college football is. Like, just a, a literal kid. Like, just, like, he was such a douchebag. Like, and it was so funny to watch, like <laughs> – and it, it was awesome. And like he was like he, he could have been a TV show character, like Alex Moran from fucking Blue Mountain State type shit. Like I mean the story of him being just some kid from Texas, literally playing at Texas AM, moving to the SEC. And let's be real, if it wasn't for him, Texas AM probably would not have the the prestige that it does have today. Yeah. That is very true, and that goes without saying. He did play with Mike Evans, and yeah, helped oh, a yeah, lot. Definitely. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, he nonetheless. I mean, he does have a Heisman, and he looked cool doing everything he did. So Johnny Manziel gets my first pick, because I just I I just remember everybody would talk about Johnny Manziel. Oh yeah, no. You know, I remember that clear as day we played him every year. Granted, he didn't really hurt LSU too much. They, he never beat us, but slight, you know, just had to throw that in there. But yeah, yeah no, so, uh, so yeah, you're, you're fine with him, you know? Yeah. Like, he was <laughs> I, fun say, to I got watch. no, I got no beef with Johnny Manziel. Yeah. So yeah, that's a strong, it's a great pick with the, uh, with your first pick. But uh, with my second overall pick, going the football route as well, uh, give me Reggie Bush. Ooh. I didn't have him written down, but I like that pick. Reggie Bush was probably the first football player I could remember that Heisman run when (laughs) it was was madness. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, diving from the five yard line, just doing spin moves and all these crazy. Like he was so elusive. Like I said, just one of the first people I could remember on that insane USC team. Uh, He was the star, like I said, of that team. And they were must watch television. And like I said, that's how I'm just really going off this list. And Reggie Bush was unfucking real to watch his stats might not pop off the board to you because he did split carries with lindale white but if you just go back and watch the tape man like i said no, he was fun he was something was, else i I might just go watch reggie bush highlights after this that's all it's gonna <laughs> make me do this is gonna give me like a solid list of highlights to watch later <laughs> this is very true um that was a great pick uh i like that pick so as you go from basketball to football, I suppose I will go from football to basketball. And with my pick, I'm taking my favorite college basketball player of all time and John Wall. Ooh. Uh, John Wall was, I mean, there was a, he's a college kid. He had his own dance, man. <laughs> he had his own song. He was a menace at Kentucky. I, I mean, he played on that team with Boogie Cousins. Uh, I think a couple other guys were on Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. Team. Uh, God, I'm blanking on. So Patrick Patterson was on that team as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, a few NBA hoopers. I'm now I'm forgetting one other one, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and South Carolina did beat John Wall, so like that was awesome. And honorable mention Devin Downey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, John Wall was like he was. I I just remember little kid me just believing that he was going to be like the next Michael Jordan. Like and that was I mean, just me being a watch. child, but like he was, yeah, no, his, his, even his high school tape, disgusting. He was the first viral hoop mixtape. Yeah. No, John Wall is my pick. He's one of my favorite college athletes of all time. Certainly. I like that pick. I like that pick. Ah, with my third pick, we're going back with football again. This is a, a foe that he hurt me. He did hurt me, but goddamn, he was exciting to watch. I know who you're taking. Cam Newton. Yep. Great pick. He hurt me too, Mims. Yeah, no, he hurt y'all twice. Uh, second time was really bad. But yeah, Cam Newton, 50 touchdowns that year. Pretty much dragged a sorry-ass Auburn team to the national title. He was absolutely electric with the runs he was making. I remember he had 217 rushing yards against LSU, which was a record. He was undoubtedly the best player in college football that season. Oh, like not even close. Like there was no knowing how leaps and bounds. I couldn't tell you who was second or third in that Heisman like right vote because it didn't matter. Like everybody knew in their right mind Cam Newton was going to win this award. And it was so like he was just out of nowhere. Like, I mean, I know he's a big recruit and all that, but just springing onto Auburn, just making them right out of nowhere, just national title contender. And winning it, obviously. And then, of course, there's the comeback against Alabama. I mean, again, like I keep saying, go watch Cam Newton highlights. Like, that is one of the most exciting players I've ever seen in college sports, period. And he's a freak athlete. Like, what, 6'6", 245, like, running a 4'5". Yeah. The ball he was to no-name receivers, making them look like stars. Like, <laughs> So, with – my third pick, I'm going to take a Cam Newton-esque like guy, I guess you could say, an RG3. Uh, played on a shit team. Um, was an absolute superstar. Was electrifying. Was, like, on ESPN every night. Like, he went second in the draft behind Andrew Luck, who is more of, like, a modern, like, just quarterback when RG3 was, like, what you wanted to watch, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like a Johnny Manziel guy running all over the field, like making crazy throws. Um, he was just so much fun to watch. And I remember being so excited when the football teams drafted him. So my dad was a football team's fan. And I was like, Dad, you guys got a good player. I was like, you guys can be like us. Because I was like, I still had Tom Brady at the time. And <laughs> – uh, the then, good he, old days. then he blew his knee to pieces because I mean, let's not forget RG3 was low key like tearing the league up before he, oh, he got yeah, hurt. No, yeah. He was offense or in at least NFC offensive rookie of the year. I know that much. Yeah, like, like over I, players like Russell Wilson. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know if this sounds weird, but like, there's just like a nostalgic about RG3 that just stuck oh, no. with me. Like, I, I don't know. RG3 has definitely had to be on my team. So I'm taking RG3. I know the this we were talking about college and this is pro, but I always remember him in those alternate uh, Redskins jerseys that were like dark with the gold numbers. You know what I'm talking yeah, he about? Was, nah, he yeah, nah, and he was so he was so much fun at Baylor, dude. Like I loved that Baylor team. 
Oh, yeah. There's a couple of just random college football teams I just fell in love with as a kid, and that was definitely one of them. But uh, in my opinion, he uh, stole a Heisman for my fourth overall pick. My fourth overall pick is a homer pick, but I think a lot of people will agree with me here. It's the fucking Honey Badger, man. Tyron Matthew. Like, probably one of the most exciting defensive college football players of all time. Certainly would have been on my big board if (laughs) I didn't think you were going to take him. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, the Honey Badger was awesome. I mean, his fucking highlight tape goes viral at least once a year on Twitter. Just someone reposts it. Granted, I know I follow LSU Twitter hard, but it's never an LSU account I see it on. So it's always funny to see that and just realizing that He's so, like he was such an awesome player. And it's really a damn shame we didn't get to see that junior year because I think he would have maybe. I mean, I'm not saying he would have won a Heisman that year at all, but because Johnny Manziel won it that year, but definitely would have had an outstanding year and gotten way more accolades and accomplishments. But the Honey Badger was amazing. I think he had two two punt returns for a touchdown, so many forced fumbles, the tip up interception against West Virginia, Geno Smith. Uh, on an amazing LSU team. Uh, yeah, like you said, nostalgia, like tired Matthew, like watching those highlights gives me nostalgia. Yeah, um, I could definitely understand why. Like he was a menace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's the only, like, like I say that word a lot, but like that truly like is a good adjective to describe like how he played football. He was just a menace on the field. He was a little just pest. Yeah. Always ripping at the ball, always just taking the black, just doing. And he was everywhere. Yeah. And it was awesome because he was five foot eight. Like it was just great. (laughs) Yeah. He was definitely, that was a great pick. Um, He embodied that entire LSU team, which I mean, and he was just awesome. He was the face of the team and that's hard to do as a safety yeah, like a nickel safety hybrid because that's really what he was in college too. But yeah, uh, no, that's enough about the honey badger. I could go on for days. <laughs> he don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> so my fourth pick is a fucking steal. Um, I'm taking Jimmer for debt. I I was gonna take him if you didn't. <laughs> uh, Jimmer for debt, bro. Uh, he was the first Steph Curry. Like, he showed us what limitless range really looked like. And he would pull up anywhere, and it was going in. Like, it was truly amazing. And he tricked he tricked the NBA scouts into thinking he would be a good hooper. But <laughs> he was no athlete. I mean – Shanghai he, Shark legend. Jimmer no, 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 no. He's literally a legend in China. Like, they love Jimmer in China. I, rightfully, I love Jimmer. Like, who did love Jimmer, man? Like, he was – he was Jimmer a range. Yeah, literally, bro. Like he was the first Steph Curry, like literally. And I'm so thankful I grew up in like that time, if that makes any sense. Like we're the Jimmer, like, and that was like almost, I want to say that was like around the same time as insanity. Was it not? Maybe like within a year or so. Of it. Yeah. But like, I just remember like those two guys, like just like the most random, like, I don't know, just outrageous athletes. Like, you would never expect, like, a BYU basketball player, like, just takes over the world. Like, it was awesome. And Jimmer Fredette was so fun. And, yeah, I yeah, steal at this point in the draft. Jimmer Fredette. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. Jimmer was fucking electric in college basketball. 
But uh, I really want to take another college basketball player here because I feel like I'm really leaning heavy towards football, but I just can't believe this guy hasn't gone yet. Uh, he single-handedly destroyed Clemson. Didn't really pan out that well in the NFL, but, God, he was so exciting in college football, and his highlights just speak for themselves. Like I said, it's Tavon Austin. Mm, good pick. I think Tavon Austin is just – probably like the same thing with Reggie Bush like watching him he could do things that no one else could do his ability to make cuts and just juke people out and be faster and just make big play after big play after big play was incredible I think there was a game against Oklahoma where he had like 344 total yards and that's not including like an 80 yard kickoff return as well so Tavon Austin was absolutely electric and deserves these praises so yeah that's my fifth pick for sure a good pick. This is definitely the hardest pick I've had to make. Mm. I'm between two legends in their own right, in their own respected sports. Do I go football or do I go basketball? You went football heavy, so I feel like I should go basketball heavy, but at the same time, I feel like my football player is a little bit stronger. Well. But I want to take my basketball player. Fuck. Uh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm, I'm a – I don't know what to do, dude. Like, I'm seriously – like, this is, like, the hardest pick I've ever had to make in all of – an exclusive five. History. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 literally. All right, so I'm going to flip my remote. Heads is football, tails is basketball. I said tails was basketball. Yes. I take Kimball Walker. Ooh, yeah, that tournament run was crazy. Who's the football player you were thinking about? Lamar. Understandable. Uh, But, no, I'm kind of glad that I ended up taking Kimba because, like, to me, like, speaking on nostalgia again, I remember coming home from school and watching him tear up the Big East tournament uh, at at UConn. And Mm -hmm. I watched – I came home and watched, like, that whole tournament almost. Like, it was a couple days long, obviously. But, um. I, I I was pulling for UConn to win like that entire NCAA run. And I, I I know it sounds crazy, but like I was literally like cheering for them the entire time, like from the first round, just because I I fell in love with the team watching like I fell in love with Kimba watching watching him like just single handedly like terrorize other Big East teams. And it it, it was I don't know. Kimba Walker to me is like one of the more underrated college athletes of all time because like he really was like that entire like he was their offense. <laughs> it just sucks because he would have gotten so much more praise, but he got buried in Charlotte for a while and now they're good without him, which sucks. <laughs> and 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 he was good in the NBA, but they were so bad. Oh, yeah. There was, I mean, I went to so many Hornets games, dude. Trust me, I was there. Like, if Kimball Walker game. was on a team with LeBron, like, Kimball Walker would be talked about in a much higher praise than he is now. But, like, I think said, his time he got is stuck gone. In, absolutely. It's, it's more than gone. And um, he's also, uh, 
yeah, no, like he just got stuck on a shit team. That's unfortunate, but now Kemba Walker is like for sure one of my favorite basketball players of all time. Mm-hmm. So that rounds out our list. Uh, Mims has Zion, Reggie Bush, Cam Newton, the Honey Badger, Tavon Austin. I have Johnny Manziel, John Wall, RG3, Jimmer Fredette, and Kimball Walker. And that rounds out our exclusive five exciting athletes, exciting collegiate athletes of all time. I say you better get it right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else we need to cover before we wrap it up here, Mims? Uh, we're just a bunch of island boys. That's all we are. We're just a bunch of island boys. Island boys. <laughs> Thank you for watching. <laughs> uh... If you haven't already, please, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ExclusivePodYT and subscribe on YouTube, follow us on um, Spotify, tell a friend if you enjoyed the episode. If you didn't, just act like you never heard it at all and just move on with your life um we'll be back on monday with a weekend review and some other things and yeah mems anything else to say to the people uh nothing coming to mind right now but it probably will as soon as i cut it off and it'll piss me off but that's fine well that's why you have the twitter exactly i'll just tweet it out with it and it'll be great yeah he'll be like oh this is what i forgot to tell you guys and oh then- yeah there's ufc fights this week uh yeah bet on Piotr jan it's probably all i gotta say <laughs> but other than that yeah <laughs> I don't even think there will be odds there, will there? Like, there's just no yeah, way. Yeah, it was minus 260. 260. Yeah, just throw them in a parlay, bro. Yeah, exactly. It's whatever the, one of those picks we gave you earlier, you do that. But, yeah, no. Other than that, y'all, you know, watch you some sports this weekend. Take it easy. Have a good Halloween. I'll be working my ass off. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> but that's not the point. Y'all, just like, share, subscribe. Uh, if you haven't already, thanks for listening all the way. Uh, yeah, but other than that, I'll catch y'all later. All right. Like Mem said, thank you guys for making it this far. If you did, um, come back and for the next episode. Take it easy. <laughs>